you're a sports buff, it's unlikely you would need an introduction to the Ironman Triathlon, arguably the toughest and most prestigious endurance sport worldwide. 270 events every year held across about 60-odd countries. It would be safe to say that at any given point of time, there would probably be an Ironman event happening in some part of the world. That's the beauty of the model of the largest sports participation platform globally. Its attractiveness evident with advance taking over Ironman from Wonder Group for $730 million just recently in July 2020. Which is why the current pandemic that has brought almost all of its races to a standstill since February has been completely unanticipated and the biggest crisis that has hit the iconic sports since its establishment about four decades ago. In the sports segment, Jeff Meyer, MD Ironman Asia, speaks in depth regarding the changes implemented across stages for ensuring physical races and events organized by Ironman, although few and far between, are safe and adhere to all the relevant government protocols. We also discuss physical Ironman races, which are scheduled to happen in the near future. Fingers crossed. You're listening to the Keep It Alive series. My talk takes a life. I'm Sonaina, and let's get on with this very interesting conversation. Yeah, so what is what is the kind of discussion that's happening at across the global um, uh, the Ironman board uh, globally? You know, look, we have our global leadership calls and the like, and I got to say, you know, um, each week it changes because you just don't know what you're dealing with, and especially in, in the, the early stages. We we were thinking, you know, oh, these events are going to happen, we're okay here, then an outbreak happens. And, you know, um, I think a lot of the events in America, they thought they were going to get up and running, but obviously that went negative as well. Um, so again, it, it's, it's, it's been, I've never, I've never done so much, you know, scenario planning in all, all my life. And each, each week that scenario changes and changes and changes. I mean, everyone just wants a finish line. You know, they want to know, okay, can we start working from here? Or can we start? And the finish line keeps moving down the road, so it's it's very difficult um, to really plan anything when it's just a, a moving feast all the time. Over the last couple of weeks, with with globally from an Ironman perspective, we managed to get you know a couple of events in Oceania, one in Oceania, one in Asia, and, and one or two in Europe as well. Um, so that's been a big step. I mean, if you think about it, you know not running really right. anything since, since February. Now we, we we actually put a line in the sand and we're starting to crawl our way out. And I mean, crawl very slowly, but, you know, so that's been the constant planning and all the rest of it. So we've got one side still trying to get these events up and running. And then the other side has been really focusing on how can we keep engaging athletes with the virtual sides and, you know, all the other bits and pieces that go along with that. So oh, with these races that you've conducted, it goes to show that it's safer, as in people want to know, it's safe. Uh, to all the uh, precautions, everything has been uh, th- well thought through by yeah. your team, right? Yeah. I mean, look, we've, we've had to completely change the way we've, we've run things. Normally, you would have a, a big welcome ceremony, you'd have a, a big finish line right. party, yes, yes, you know, yes. all those kind of bits. I mean, the, even the way that the athletes start a race, we had you know, to have social distancing and the like. 
registration, you know, um, you know, you have to have designated times and everyone sort of comes in, you know, one by one by one and, and the spacing between how we train all our volunteers at aid stations and the like. I mean, there has been so much work go into it. Um, we could talk for the next you know, five hours on it. Um, but that, what you, are some key changes but, um, that you can think of? I mean, you can... Pretty, pretty much all of what I, I just basically said, you know, like our functions we had to do digitally. So we became, you know, our welcome function we would put on like we're doing now, um, you know, virtually. Um, the race briefings, you know, normally we would do that in a sort of, you know, um, an auditorium or, or we would do it virtually. Um, registration, you had to, you know, basically everyone was assigned a time to come so that we wouldn't have a thousand athletes all turn up at the one time. You had designated time to come over a two-day period, so it spreads it out. You know, aid stations, we, we sort of were pushing people to, um, you know, bring their own nutrition, but they could also use the aid stations and they're always going to be there, but it was more of a self-help on the aid stations than volunteers handing out um, product and the, and the like. Um, you know, finish line, you know, it was almost like a grid system, you know, one finished person goes that way, one finished person goes that way, then you go on and you, you keep on moving, so you go through the, you know, the finish line aid stations and you go to recovery, then you go, but you, it was a constant move. Mm. And this had to be taught, not to, you know, to all the staff who had to manage it, but also to all the volunteers and then very much to the athletes and how they had to race. Um, and that was right, you know, they knew that, you know, it wasn't the usual, I finish the race and we all can congregate and tell war stories about the event. We had to actually sort of continually keep going. Yeah. Um, so there was so many things that had to be done. Um, you know, it was minimise as many touch points as possible, hmm. um, you know, and the social distancing was just paramount everywhere. Um, there, was, there, there was so much that went into it, you know, we bore everyone um, in regards to how much there is, but it just it just had to be. You had to minimise everything. And what about uh, some people saying in terms of you know, uh, will we see a change in the format of the event? Will that be something that you might look at? Maybe make do without swimming somewhere if it is not possible. Just go in with the run and the biking. Yeah, look, I think at, the, at this point. When we get back to doing things physically, we would always want to keep the honesty of what we do, and you know, it's always swim, bike, and run. Obviously, when when occasions happen and we have rough waters because of a typhoon or something like that, then yes, we do change it to a you know a run, bike, run sort of situation. But uh, to be honest, we've been doing that um, all the way through with our virtual sort of programs and changing distances. Right, right. And adding the swim later and making you know, bikes longer, shorter, runs longer, shorter. So we've been doing that with the virtual stuff. But I think uh, the integrity of, of what we do and what an Ironman is, I don't think we would want to, um, you know, mess with that recipe, so to speak. Right. So not relaxing the time limits, not changing the format <laughs> of the game. <laughs> not at the moment. I mean, look, we're still trying to get those events up and running and... and you know, um, you never say never, but I think you know what people want to do is, is the real is the real thing, and they they want to complete it. And I am man, they don't you know, want to sort of have a you know, yeah a different version of it. How do you see endurance sports changing? I mean, in the near future. 
Uh, well, the near future, everyone, everyone's been working on how can we do this in a COVID safe and fashion. So um, I don't think anyone's really, you know, nailed it in regards to how it can be done. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think we're in a new normal at the moment. Um, and until, you know, especially for our events, which most of them are 50% sort of international, 50% local, until we can get some kind of, of you know, vaccine or, or, you know, sort of really significant testing that we can, can use. I mean, they're talking about the concepts, they're talking about even for our events, marathons and the like, you know, right. Testing to get in, testing to get out, all those kind of bits and pieces. But I think that's still way down the track. Um, I think the sense of, of you know COVID safe initiatives will probably go well into the future, even when we're out of out of um, you know the COVID environment. I think there's probably better best practices that we would would you keep continually using. Um, there's a lot of talk about all kinds of different things, but. Um, you know, I think on the whole, people want to get back to what it was, um, but we're not really going to get there until there's some, some major changes in, like I said, vaccines or testing or the like. Um, so, yeah, it, it's difficult. Any races that are scheduled uh, in the future right now? I mean, are you just, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, um, we've got the only event we've got sort of in Asia coming up is uh, Ironman 7.3 in Japan in October. Okay. Um, and that that is it. Is that confirmed? Okay. It's really good looking at the moment, so to speak. Okay, fingers um, crossed. So <laughs> fingers crossed and all the rest of it, the team, the government, everyone sort of moving towards, yes, we can do this. Obviously, it's a local only. It's only Japanese athletes. There's no internationals flying in or doing anything like that. Um, so that's looking fairly positive. But again, we're, we're monitoring that on a day-by-day basis. Um, I know Ironman Cairns uh, is on in two weeks' time in Queensland, and they've got an Ironman and a 70.3 running that weekend, but again, that will be sort of localised to Queensland right. only. Um, so that's great, but I think that's probably it from a point of view of pretty much the Asia-Pacific. Um, uh, and then um, I know the US is looking towards the end of October on a few events that could get up um, at this point. And Europe has also um, a few events that they managed to run their Swiss Epic, which is a big mountain bike event. Um, they had uh, the Ironman okay. 3 in, in La Sablon in France that they've got up. Um, so there, there is there is races starting to come back, um, but you know, fairly scarce.